It's the Manly Danger Show with your hosts, Chet Manley and Max Danger. Chet and Max are driving a broom in Honduras, apparently. Today's special guests are Jack Field and Matthew Thornton. And now, here's Matthew and Jack. Yes. All right, we're back. After that brief word from our sponsor. That was a nice uh, commercial from Bullet Rye. They also make a bourbon, which is not as good. I it's had, good. I had. Speaking of rye, so um, Caroline and I went out to Oso Brewery in Gilbert mm-hmm. last week, or uh, someday, someday here in the last week. I can't remember what day it was. A day. There was a day, and we went out. <laughs> um, anyway, it was like. 10 o'clock at night, maybe, and as cool as downtown Gilbert is getting, you probably haven't been to downtown Gilbert forever, I would guess. It's amazing. Um, it's it's really getting there, but they still kind of, they don't roll the sidewalks up at, at dusk anymore like they used to, but a lot of the restaurants close, the, the you know, the, the kitchen shuts down at nine. So fortunately, Oso was open. The problem, of course, is that neither Caroline or I drink beer or wine. Um, fortunately they served whiskey. So I asked for the whiskey menu and they make, they, they have their own whiskeys. Now they don't actually distill them. I'm sure I think they buy their, their, uh, there's this giant distiller in the Midwest who sells whiskey by the barrel to companies like this so that they can do their own finish anyway. So I ordered, um, they had, they had five Arizona whiskeys. Two of them were their own, and then there was Copper uh, Copper City, which is uh, the distillery in Tempe. Right. They've got a bourbon, and then there was one called uh, Thumb Butte and one called Cave Creek Whiskey, I think it was. Anyway, so I ordered the two Oso whiskeys, and I ordered the Cave Creek Whiskey. Um, the Oso had this peach whiskey, which sounded horrible. I really don't like sweet especially in my whiskey. Yeah. That's, why I, that's why I really don't drink bourbon because it's too sweet for me. Yeah. Um, but I said, you know, what the hell? It's cheap. And they, they were doing this half-price flight. That's what we should do. We should get Oso to, to uh, sponsor this episode. Um, <laughs> anyway, I the nose on this thing is very, very peachy. It's amazing. It's like, oh, yeah, there's definitely peach there. But, it's but in the mouth, it's it's you still get the the flavor of peach without any of the sweetness. It it was it was peach whiskey. It was fully whiskey with this funky peach, and you, you know how I tend toward the smoky peaty single malt scotches. So it's you know it was way out of my comfort zone. Yeah, but it was. It was it was pretty good. I'm, I'll tell you how good it was. It was. I said, you know, this would make a good everyday whiskey. I would go get a bottle of this. And then the reason I bring this up is because their second whiskey. Oh, by what? By the way, the first one, the one with uh, the peach, is called D I C K whiskey. Okay. <laughs> Dick whiskey. There yeah, was a reason for it. I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, the other one, I, and I don't remember, I can't remember the name of the other one, but it was, it was a rye, their own rye. And it was, it was a pretty nice rye. Caroline hated it. She hates ryes. 
Um, that doesn't make any sense to me. Rise, so well, you know, it's rye are so astringent. There, a lot of people really don't like rye. A lot of people don't like whiskey, but yeah. So Oso does their own rye, and it's decent. I mean, it's not awesome. It's kind of a one-note rye, but it's it's pretty smooth. It's very drinkable. It's inexpensive, extremely inexpensive. Now I would get a bottle of that. That so, I like, yeah. And then um, the Cave Creek was you know me was half utter- the time I'm, I'm getting the handle of Canadian Club from I know. <laughs> Drinking at your house is such a disappointment for me. <laughs> <laughs> it is for me too, but I that's think why, it's kind of that's part why of I it. bring my own. I think yes, that's kind of part will, of it. You will look back on these days when you're drinking whiskey out of a plastic bottle with fondness. <laughs> I already am. Oh man. I look back on it and go, Yeah, being broke is uh it's not such a drag after all. <laughs> hear the crickets <laughs> yeah those are my crickets i can't i can't afford a an exterminator <laughs> oh man so i was i stumbled onto this thing um i guess we've we passed we've, we've bypassed consciousness now um <laughs> i guess i stumbled. although i am really interested in what whiskey does to consciousness by the way that's a well that's a, i think we're pretty aware of the of the mechanism it it basically takes the frontal lobe offline. Yeah, but it doesn't which is explain. the it's the executive function. It's the latest developing portion of our brain. It's the newest portion of our brain. It's the thing that kind of allowed us to go, hey. And it gets rid well, of the thing. The last time I stuck my hand in that fire, it it hurt. I think I'm not going to do it this time. Yeah, but it also like gets that. rid of the part of the brain that says you're terrible at talking to ladies. <laughs> So true. <laughs> Hello. Oh my God. I heard. <laughs> I lost you for a minute. Did you? Yeah. No, my 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 microphone just. I. What happened with it? Fell <laughs> over. <laughs> yes. It, it does do that. Don't don't you find? It does. You go like, whereas normally you would go, ah, gotta go, and then. Uh, you have a whiskey, and then you go, oh, hello. Well, hello. Yeah. And they, where, you know, where have I been all your life? They still reject oh. you, but it's, it's not quite as quickly. <laughs> and uh, it's not a preemptive. Because, like, a lot of times when I was when I was single, I would, I would do a preemptive. Um, like, I'll just reject myself. Right. Instead of going through and making it official getting the rejection from someone else. I would just go, this will never work, but, uh, you know, so I'll just save us both the trouble and embarrassment and awkwardness. I'll just uh, go ahead and reject myself and we can, we can avoid all the, right. All that unpleasantness, all that hassle of like, so, Hey, I, uh, are you, what are you doing here? (laughs) Like, and then they're like, yeah, no, I, you know, no. And I go, yeah, that's probably, probably smart. <laughs> so, so yes, whiskey does um, take that portion of the brain offline as well. Yeah. 
the let me reject myself before you have the opportunity to do it. Yeah. And then I would still get rejected, but I would be I would be kind of happy about it. You were in control of the rejection. No. No, oh, I, mean, I, I mean when you're when when you're liquored up. Yeah. Okay. No, I just get rejected all the time. But but it, it was it was fine because I was a little drunk. <laughs> so uh, my brain was like, "Yeah, you got rejected. No one wants to." You know, like Jordan Peterson says, like no one wants to procreate with you. They they think you're unworthy of passing on your genetic material. That's right. I love how he breaks everything down. Not worth being reproduced. Right. (laughs) And I would go, yeah, but I've got a glass of whiskey here, so everything's you know, it could be worse. I could be sober. (laughs) Oh my god! Which reminds me of like when when someone says like you don't you know. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what it reminds me of. I forgot. It reminds you of something, but you can't remember what it is. Yeah. It reminds me of something too, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I'm more curious about yours. So we went dancing last night, went over to Denim and Diamonds, which is a country bar. And because that's the kind of guy I am. If you name your place Denim and Diamonds. Yeah, it probably you're, needs to be a country bar. You're a country bar. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little redundant of you, but I, I forgive you. Um, <laughs> so we wa- we got in there about nine o'clock, and the and the music is loud but not too loud to have a conversation, and it's country, right? And they, yeah. uh, they've got a pretty decent dance floor, which is a lot of fun, and the place was was full but not packed. Um, so we danced a little bit and drank a little bit and danced a little bit and drank a little bit. And, um, actually I drank, she, she did the designated driver thing. Um, and, uh, and about the music kept getting louder and louder and louder. And sometime like around maybe 11 o'clock, I realized it had, it had reached ear splitting levels where you had to shout to, to hear each other. Um, and then, and then they played this Nicki Minaj song. Yeah, she's not known for her. Oh my! Songs. Well, and they had this whole beer, this whole bit where they'd play these, this utter and complete crap music. Um, science of scientists have tested it and proven that it's crap. Um, yeah. And what was really interesting for the country songs, the floor was filled with couples, men and women dancing. And right. as soon as the as soon as the the urban music came on, all, all the men le- ladies, all, the, all, the, ladies. all the men left the floor, and so the women are dancing on the floor by themselves. And let me guess, they didn't care. I guess not. I don't know, but but I, you know, I was That's I was sitting I was sitting there listening to this music, and you know, it's got the the massively low, massively loud bass and kick drum that comes in on one and then it's just kind of random through yeah. the whole measure until it, until the downbeat comes again so there's that through the whole song never varies right. the machine can play it in fact it's probably it probably is a machine playing it yeah then, then there's this this somebody's noodling on a keyboard literally for the whole song Wow. And then Nicki Minaj is shouting angrily for the whole song. The song, the song starts 
and ends in the exact same place and never leaves that place for the whole three and a half or four minutes of, right. of the song. And right. I, and I, I'm listening to it and granted it's not my, it's not the kind of music that I enjoy listening to, but it's, it's, it literally goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. There was no harmonies at all. There was no melody at all. It was these, this keyboard noodling, this electronic bass and Nicki Minaj screaming. What? And, and I'm, I'm just baffled by a number of things. Number one, who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> number two, how do you, how do you dance? How do you dance to this music? And I, and I have yet to figure out how you actually dance you to it. You don't dance, you wriggle. Well, it looks like you just twerk, which uh, I'm not even going to go down that road. There was this couple there. There was this couple <clears throat> off in one corner, not during the, the urban music, but during the country music, dancing together. <clears throat> and they were really good. And and this woman could move. She could, I mean, she could move. And right. it was so sexy to watch her dance. Country music, country dancing. And then the women get out on the dance floor twerking to this urban music and it's not sexy it's just raunchy yeah it, do it doesn't it doesn't make you go Ooh, i want to take her home tonight it makes you go oh my god she could break it off you well, know uh, yeah or like what a, what am i gonna get yes yes like exactly. i'm gonna have to go to the hospital right that's not a that's not a sexy look it was not a sexy look. Now these these women who could these now we very we sound country. very very old, but I do. Well, and it's a, it's I, just an opinion. I mean, there's no 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 no. It really no. is just an opinion. Hang on, hang on. There, there. Are, I'll go through a lot of the bands. Like when I'll see like the Coachella poster. You know, they come out oh. with the poster every time, and it's got all the list of bands and stuff. And. I'll go through a lot of the bands that I don't know and just see like, okay, what's popular? What's, what are people into? People are obviously liking these bands or they wouldn't book them at a popular festival. We assume. And. But now we know about Harvey Weinstein. So God knows. So. There, well, there, there is so little. good stuff yeah like and i again it might be a generational thing or like some kind of like no it's not because like my dad but my dad like liked you too and stuff that was after his time like he grew up on the beatles and right. the stones and stuff like that and but he at least like with certain rock bands he he can get into it he's more of a jazz fan anyway like you know right. we my mom would a lot of times make him put on his headphones when he was listening to his jazz. Cause he was like, no, no one else likes it. You need to put on, you need to put on your headphones. Nobody else wants to hear this. And he, yeah. God bless him. He would too. He would, he loved jazz. And it, like, I think his musical taste was so far above mine. I always liked the four chords and then maybe go to the minor on the chorus or something like really simple stuff, you know, but, he at least can listen to that stuff and you know, like Radiohead was probably off his radar. Like, yeah, he's too whiny. Like 
shut up. Stop whining. You're, you know, you're, um, so there's some, some of that stuff. And I get, there's going to be some generational gap of like, I'm not going to understand all of the music that the younger generation, but like part of my job is to, is to know music and learn, yeah, learn new music and know what's going on and what's, you know, and I never really care about what's popular. Like I, I don't know any Taylor Swift or Ed Sheeran or anything, but, um, but just keeping track of like what people are doing, what are, what's Arcade Fire up to and what, you know, what are the good, what are the good bands doing? And, uh, there's, I'll tell you, it's very little. There's so many bands where I, I feel like I'm missing something like what? is the appeal of this. And there's yeah. some, there's some big stuff like the, some big like rappers and like, I mean, Kendrick Lamar is an example of like, he's really, really good. The dude is intense. It's not stuff that I really listen to when I'm by myself, but I would love to go to his show because he's really incredible and there's no denying it. And I think a lot of those people kind of rise to the top, but then there, there's this group of, of stuff that is just, awful and i don't understand the appeal like there's this whole cardi b sort of frenzy in the last year and a half or something everyone loves cardi b um and it's just absolute shit yeah it's terrible yeah well You're, you know i, I, I just don't get it i i look at it as every every age has tons of people making music and the music that we're listening to that was written 30 years ago that's the good stuff and 30 years from now the music today's music that we're still listening to 30 years from now will be the, the good stuff and everything else will be completely forgotten most most creative work is crap. It just yeah, is. I think that's always been that way. I think it's always been that way. Yeah. But I'm telling you, this 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 Nicki I mean, Minaj song was. <laughs> she's got the funny thing I, is I was she I has was, a few songs that I actually really like. I think she's she's got something. Obviously, it's not going to be done very well by what, I, random country bands. What what she's got is two extremely large um, mounds of fat on the front of herself that she likes to show off. But, well, I think that might be silicone. Or maybe it is. Something. But, but it was um, just so weird to be in this country bar and have this kind of music come on. Well, and it did, was, they did they play the song or did they cover the song? No, it was a Nicki Minaj song. They've got they had a big video screen up, so it's it was the you know, it was her video. Oh, it was her it was actually her. Yes. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't a, it wasn't a cover band. It was she's it got, was a DJ. She's she's got some like a like a few really good cool raps. That's the, like the Yeah. That's just so lame to say. No, I'm, not, like I'm not a fan of rap anyway. I like I. She's done some really cool stuff, but you can't. You know, it's kind of a one-trick pony. It's kind of like you can't really do that much with it. You know, that's kind of what it felt like to me. Yeah, uh, you know, to me, the the genius of of really great songwriters is they they merge amazing 
melodies with amazing words, with amazing harmonies, with amazing rhythm. And they put it all together. And when you strip out melody, you've, you've taken away a third of the musical experience. And when you strip out harmony, you've taken away another third. And when all you've got left is, is not even rhythm, more just beat. And, yeah. and, and, and you're essentially um, doing slam poetry over a beat. That's basically what it is. Yeah, but and even that, even that, if that's all it was and it was done really well, it would be cool. Because people well, have done some slam people have done that well. That I really like, yeah, but but it's also people the, have done that well. Like it, it's like are, bluegrass, you know, guy, bluegrass. Um, it gets really old really fast. There's a rapper called Common, who went did like a freestyle rap over a really simple beat, and it was just unbelievable. He did like ten minutes, and it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Because and a part of it is that you know it's freestyle like that he's just yeah go he just goes and it's ama- it was amazing right um and I don't know if the beat really changed or anything but there are some people if it's done well but that's a, another thing is like most stuff isn't done well especially stuff that gets really popular like you know you go back to the to the years and years and years of the Grammy winners lists. Oh yeah. You go like, oh my god, like there it's always wrong, which is another reason that you know, not that there's any clear and present danger of winning a Grammy. That's that's not on the table. They're not like, hey, are you you know, are you up for it? But if there were, if there ever was, it would be like, well, who cares? You didn't give it to Beatles Revolver. Yeah. It was, how much how much is that doggy in the window? Right. You guys are crazy. Yep. Why would I want to be in that group? I'd rather well, be in the group that, that there's an didn't argument, get nominated. Which there's an argument for for awarding those kind of awards five or ten or fifteen years after. You you kind of have to get some perspective and history to really understand what you were listening to. Right. You know, when when I was growing up, Led Zeppelin was a thing. You know. Yeah. They were they were wildly popular. But because of the way I'm wired, I didn't like them because they were popular. Right? Right. It had nothing to do with Led Zeppelin. It had to do with their fan base. I would not like I would not allow myself to like Led Zeppelin. I I denied myself the pleasure of getting into Led Zeppelin for the stupid reason that Led Zeppelin was popular. I did the same thing with Coldplay. Right. And then, you know, later, after after the Led Zeppelin era has kind of passed, um, I start listening to Led Zeppelin and I go, oh, my God, these guys are epic. Right. Um, but right. The, the opposite thing is also in, in action all the time. There are people who will, some new band will come out and they go, oh, my God, these these guys are epic. And six months later, they're completely forgotten and nobody ever listens to it again. Right. So, wow. Those are some deep points we're making that probably no one in the history of the world has ever, ever thought of before. (laughs) Wait, is that what we're we're supposed to be doing? (laughs) Look, if if, if, if Chet and Max are going to leave us in charge, 
I think we can run this show the way we want to. I hope they're not listening to this in uh, Honduras. You think that's where they were? Yeah, they said they were volunteering. They're, they're sweeping. It's such virtue signals. They're they yeah. They got a couple of push brooms. Yeah. You know, just sweeping it up. Right. Yeah, I can see Max with a push broom in one hand and a martini glass in the other. <laughs> how'd you pick how'd you pick a martini glass? That's like the first of all, it's gonna get the most dust. And it spills so easily. Have you ever seen Max do a day's labor in your life? That sucker oh. is an absolute master of being in, in charge. He's in management. Labor is not his thing. <laughs> That's true. You know Chet better than I do, but I'm telling you, Max does not like manual labor. Chet's an idiot. Is he? he he's, he's always struck me as an idiot. Oh God! I hope they don't. I don't hope they don't publish this part of it. <laughs> we'll never be on this show again. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think they're listening. I'm not Ch sure they. Chet's too stupid. He I'm not sure they ever listen to tell you the truth. Well, Max uh, is so well. sober. Okay, <laughs> we've we've thrown the hosts under the bus enough. Let's call it a night. What do you say? I'm good. All right. Well, this is I had uh, fun with that consciousness thing. Let's yeah. do, uh, let's have a guest on the next one because. Uh, All right. The ultimate. next time, uh, the next time they ask us a guest host, I'll see if we can get some guest guests. <laughs> I want to figure out. I want to figure out somebody that we can sort of pick their brain a little bit. Not that this isn't fun. Richard Feynman. That's who's his brain. I would like to pick. Who is that? Uh, he's probably one of the greatest physicists of the last 75 years, but he's dead. So, no. yeah, that part's going to make it hard. But if we can, if we can crack this whole consciousness thing, maybe he can. <laughs> I just, I just had this, it just flashed through my head. Was he uploaded to anything? The, you know, the, what's the cartoon that's got the, oh God, that's got Richard Nixon's head in a jar. Oh, Futurama. Futurama. <laughs> so just thinking of that. Oh my God. All right. Well, this is Jack Heald, and you are, what's your name again? Matthew. Matthew. It's Jack and Matthew for the, uh, for Chet and Max, uh, who hopefully will be back next week. This has been the Manly Danger Hour. This has been the Manly Danger Show with Chet Manley and Max Danger. Special guest hosts, Matthew Thornton and Jack Heald. Tune in next week for another episode of the Manly Danger Show. <laughs>